Welcome to Believer Radio, a companion soundtrack to our 2023 music issue, produced in collaboration with BFF.FM. My name is Daniel Gambiner, and I'm the editor of The Believer, a quarterly arts and culture magazine published by McSweeney's in San Francisco. For this project, we've asked a handful of our contributors to DJ hour-long sets of music related to the articles they wrote for the issue. To view the full offering of DJ sets, please visit bff.fm slash believer. And to subscribe to The Believer and support more projects like this one, please visit thebeliever.net slash subscribe. Hi, I'm Stu Horvath, and this is Music for Dungeons, the musical companion to my essay, Playing from the Keep, which uh, appears in the 2023 music issue of The Believer. That essay looks at the strange subgenre called Dungeon Synth, which developed out of the second wave of black metal coming out of Norway in the early 90s. It takes sort of a medieval instrumentation, combines it with a minimalist approach using electronics, and uh, sort of the trappings of high fantasy. It doesn't have any of the kind of brutal or extreme sounds, usually, uh, that you might associate with black metal, but it, it does kind of take on a brooding and, and, and almost punishing kind of minimalism. Now, over time, Dungeon Synth has evolved in a bunch of different ways, uh, always sort of hewing again to that sort of mysterious and brooding minimalism. But uh, most surprisingly, it, it's it's been embraced by tabletop role players, particularly as a soundtrack for Dungeons & Dragons games. We're going to look at uh, the development and the evolution of Dungeon Synth over the next hour, uh, see some of the places it's come from and some of the places it might be going. Now, speaking of where Dungeon Synth came from, early creators in the subgenre took a lot of inspiration from the pioneers of electronic music. Uh, when I think of those sorts of artists, I immediately think of Tangerine Dream, and there's a, a lot that electronic instrumental music in general owes to the dream. We're going to start with Darkness, which is a cut from Tangerine Dream's soundtrack to the 1985 fantasy film Legend. I think if you listen closely over the next hour, you're going to hear a lot of echoes of uh, the dream as we go.
That was Battle for Heaven by Danzig. That comes off an entire album of synth-heavy instrumental music called Black Aria that Danzig did in 1992. To my ear, that's Dungeon Synth. But uh, you never hear anybody name-check this album or Danzig in general when talking about Dungeon Synth, and and, uh, that kind (laughs) of... used to Danzig's sort of underappreciated character. Uh, I hope to correct the record here and and and, and kind of point Black Aria out as a, an important proto-Dungeon Synth album. Next up, we have a selection from Born to Rule, which is the debut album by Mortis, uh, one of the founders of the Dungeon Synth sound. Uh, the original Norwegian title of the album, I am just completely unable to pronounce. So rather than a you know, butchering it. We're just going to call it Born to Rule. Uh, This is a portion of what is a much larger work. Uh, The entire album is basically one piece of music, uh, or I guess two, because I think it was originally issued on tape. Dungeon Synth has a habit of sprawling like this, especially the early stuff. Uh, And that also makes it a little tricky to uh, include tracks in a sort of overview like this. So uh, if you want to get the full effect of Born to Rule, you should check it out online. Uh, It is streaming on Spotify and other locations. Uh, I think that the medieval sensibility of the music is immediately apparent, but uh, take a listen.
We followed Mortis with a spacey track from Neptune Towers, which is a Dungeon Synth project by Fenris, uh, most often associated with the band Dark Throne. Excerpts from Space Lab Part 3 is the name of the tune. Uh, this was meant to be part of the third Neptune Towers album, uh, but that was never released. Instead, it appeared on a vinyl reissue of Transmission from Empire Algol. Uh, it's one of three bonus tracks, uh, sort of a peek at what could have been. I think the influence of early Tangerine Dream albums like Zeit is uh, particularly apparent here. After that was No Apprentice This Year from Irang's album Tome One. That's the first self-identifying Dungeon Synth album. Before that, uh, the music existed, but the genre didn't have a real name. Again, the melodies are strongly referential to medieval arrangements, uh, and the song title is also a reference to the 1988 fantasy film Willow. Next up is a pair of short tracks from the soundtrack to the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System video game Shadowgate. This music is pretty typical of fantasy-inspired video game music of the era, which is the, the mid to late 80s. But I think it's noteworthy for amping up a sense of anxiety that's very similar to Dungeon Synth. Uh, in the game, one of the key mechanics is that you have to keep a torch lit, and as it runs down, the music quickens in pace and adds a real sense of panic to the proceedings. Thank you. 
following entranceway in danger from the Shadowgate soundtrack, we heard Ruins from the Past by Cauldron 80. Now, to my ear, there's not much separating Ruins from the Past from the Shadowgate sound, but that is from a 2023 album, Devourer. So that's that's a modern incarnation of sort of the, the more video game-centric dungeon synth. And ending that set was Chasing the Bandit, Retrieving the Symbol by Corvus Neblis. That's taken from the album Strahd's Possession, which is the first time Dungeon Synth is explicitly connected to Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Strahd is the famous vampire from uh, the Dungeons & Dragons module Ravenloft. Up next are a couple of tracks that illustrate the subgenre's preoccupation with parts of castles. We have Secret Stairways performing Will-O-The-Wisp, and that's followed by The Underworld Rattles in the Dark by The Vampire Tower.
After Vampire Tower was La Tour Interdite. Uh, that's French, and I apologize if I mispronounced it. Uh, that's by Oubliette, an act that reminds me of Vangelis's Blade Runner soundtrack, uh, without sounding overtly science fiction-y, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, th- th- there's a, a majesty there that that still sounds very fantastic, uh, something more sword and sorcery and magical. And we followed that with Where No Light Has Ever Been by Labyrinthine. That act draws almost all their inspiration across several albums from Ursula K. Le Guin's Earthsea books. Uh, This song in particular is a reference to the Undertomb, which is a sort of uh, sacred, lightless place detailed in the second novel, The Tombs of Adewan. And next up is Loot the Body with Calling on Doom. Loot the Body isn't strictly a dungeon synth project. Rather, they sort of provide short scores for a variety of indie role-playing game products, uh, some of which embrace the aesthetics of dungeon synth. Other projects veer into synthwave or more traditional heavy metal sounds, but this one's all dungeon synth all the way and provides a soundtrack for the RPG The Black Sword Hack from the Merry Mushmen. Uh, this is a riff on the doomed fantasy hero, uh, inspired primarily by Michael Moorcock's Elric. Thank you. 
Following Loot the Body, we heard Desecrating the Sepulchre, cheerful, uh, by Thangor, and Escape from the Evil Confraternity by Kobold. These are both put out by Heimatter Catastrophe, which is a label in Milan. They're basically my favorite curator of dungeon synth and, and other similar instrumental electronic music. It's worth noting that Thangor is a reference to the barbarian character created by Lynn Carter. Uh, he was a pastiche of Conan. Carter himself is largely responsible through his Ballantine adult fantasy series of paperbacks and other editorial projects uh, for kind of championing the modern understanding of fantasy as its own genre, uh, for better or for worse. Kobold, meanwhile, is the first dungeon synth that I personally encountered uh, and remains an all-time favorite for me, no doubt because of how hard it leans into the idea of being a soundtrack for dungeon crawling. Uh, the original tape has a little map in it, and 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 which is keyed uh, like a Dungeons & Dragons adventure module. Uh, the vinyl release that came out a uh, few years ago uh, has a full-sized D&D module in it. So, you know, very clearly tied to tabletop role-playing games. To wrap things up, I want to take a left turn. This is Pinnacle of Ecstasy, our final song. Uh, and it's the opening track on the album Harvest by a medieval peace punk band called Poison Ruin. Uh, not necessarily the place you'd expect to hear dungeon synth sounds, but uh, they do use dungeon synth-like breaks throughout the album. You'll, you'll hear one at the start of this song. And I think that, you know, that, that's an interesting example of how the aesthetics of the subgenre have evolved and are sort of uh, spreading in interesting ways. You know, it started as a black metal thing, which is the hardest of the hard, uh, and and eventually becomes embraced by, you know, the T Dungeons and Dragons and other tabletop games. And now it's sort of leaking into punk rock. Uh, and, you know, there's really no telling uh, where it could go from here. You know, in 20 years, who knows who could be recording their own dungeon synth albums?
Thank you for listening to Believer Radio. To find more DJ hours, please visit bff.fm slash believer. And to subscribe to The Believer, please go to thebeliever.net slash subscribe. Our producer and engineer is Claire Mullen. Many thanks to the staff of The Believer, Rita Bullwinkle, Justin Carter, Annie Dills, Ginger Green, Kim Hugh Lowe, Lucy Huber, Heidi Julevitz, Ed Park, Raj Tani, Sunra Thompson, Amanda Yuli, Venda Levita, Dan Weiss, Sally Wen Mao, and James Ye. Huge thank you also to our collaborators on this project, BFF.FM. To make a donation to them and support community radio, please go to BFF.FM slash donate.